and told him take your bill and make it 800. The master commended the dishonest manager because he had acted shrewdly for the people of this world are more shrewd in dealing with their own kind than are the people of the light. I tell you, you are really wealth to gain friends for yourself so that when it is done you will be welcomed into eternal dwellings. Whoever can be trusted with very little can also be trusted with much. Whoever is dishonest with very little will also be dishonest with much. So if you have not been trustworthy in handling worldly wealth, who will trust you with true riches? And if you have not been trustworthy with someone else's property, who will give you property of your own? <coughs> no one can serve two masters. Either you will hate the one and love the other, or you will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. So in this passage, we see Jesus tell the story of a dishonest manager or a steward or slash administrator, which is what the Greek word translated as manager literally means. So a rich man would often employ a manager to handle all the business affairs of his estate. And the charge that the manager described here had here like scorn of the rich man's possessions would indicate their neglectful management or which uh, which oh, excuse me, which indicated their neglectful management or criminal misconduct must have been offered no defense when he was questioned about his misdeeds. So the landlord then demanded a careful accounting of his assets. Keep with his assets. Possibly so the next manager would have accurate data from the onset, or from the outset, excuse me. This manager, realizing that he was being fired, had to find a way to support himself since he was not in a condition to do physical labor. He was too proud to beg. He focused on a way to make his former clients willing to offer him hospitality. So there are four that have been offered for this manager's tactics in lowering the debts that, that are described here. So, four possible explanations. So, in other words, four possible reasons why he chose these tactics. Number one, he dropped the price enough to ingratiate himself with the debtors. Number two, he removed the interest to charge it on the debt. Number three, he removed 
open in the first place after having overcharged them in a previous bid to hide his mismanagement. So all four of these tactics are possible. So all four of these are possible actions. All four of these are possible explanations for the actions that he took. But keep in mind that this manager was required to present a full accounting to the landowner. Therefore, his tactics here must have been legitimate. And then we're going to move on to the last part of this because the Greek word in verse 8 that is translated master is keros, which means lord. Some have thought that it was a god who praised this unrighteous manager. However, it is much more likely that the story ends in the middle of verse 8. So it's more likely that the story ends when it, after the phrase the master commanded the dishonest manager because he had acted shrewdly. So the rest of it then is an explanation as to what happened. So thus it was the landowner rather than God who offered praise. And he did so only because the manager acted shrewdly. So in actually in response to his errors. So in the last half of verse 8 and all of verse 9, which says for the are more shrewd in dealing with their own kind than are the people of the light. Tell you only wealth to gain friends for yourself, so that when it is gone, you'll be welcomed into eternal dwellings. Jesus shares an implication of the story. The children of this age, who are unbelievers, typically deal shrewdly with each other. <coughs> and win friends by this means. Whereas the children of the light are believers often fail to use their financial resources to win people to faith then become friends
can serve two masters. Either you will hate the one and love the other, or you'll be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. So spiritually, every believer is a steward of the gifts God has given them. And if you are faithful with small amounts of money, the Lord may trust you with much more, including <coughs> things of priceless, eternal value. And if you cannot be trusted with only a little, you will also be a poor steward if even more were to be entrusted to you. In tomorrow's Bible readings are Joshua 9, 3 through 10, 43, Luke 16, 19 through 17, 10, Psalm 83.